This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Zephyr CMS. It's a modern cloud-based CMS system that's licensed only to agencies. You can find them at ZephyrCMS.com. More about this later in the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance and I'm going to do another solo show. I have a topic I want to talk about that is... Warning, highly technical. However, I'm going to try to make it less technical, and I'm going to advise that that you maybe get some help on this. This is an important topic when it comes to your website, but it's also one that can overwhelm people pretty quickly. But I think that's important for you to listen to shows like this and at least learn what you should be asking uh, people if you're trying to work on this, if you're trying to hire somebody uh, to work on this. So the topic for today's show is page speed or website speed. How fast your site loads when somebody clicks on a link or, or clicks on in an email on something you sent them. How fast does it load for them on, on a mobile device, on a desktop, on all the various ways that people look at websites today? So this is this has always been an important subject. I mean, how many times have you tried to click on a website and it's one, two, three? I mean, that's a, a, an internet eternity. So it's a bad user experience. So that's always been true. But over the last couple of years, you know, Google's been making a lot of noise about this being a ranking factor or a non-ranking factor, I guess I probably should say too, is that if your site doesn't load uh, quickly or, or doesn't load based on the numbers that they measure and think it should load, then they just won't show your your search uh, rankings. You, you won't show up for a lot of the things that you've worked so hard to try to show up for. So this is a very, very important topic. In fact, inside of Google Search Console, now there, there actually are reports on uh, things like speed, but also some of the elements that are related to speed in terms of how the site performs. And you can tell that if they're putting this in Search Console and they're showing you errors in Search Console, that it's a big deal that you get these fixed. So the first thing you need to do is figure out, well, do I have a problem? And uh, I would suggest that 90% of the websites out there have a problem or have an issue. And there are lots of reasons for this. Um, and, and I think unless you've hired somebody to specifically work on this or you just launched a site and it's brand new and only has a few pages, you know, you've probably got some things that are causing your site to slow down. So the first thing you want to talk, I want to talk about is a couple tools that uh, you can help measure this. Google, uh, because they're in this business, uh, has a tool called Google Page Speed Insights. Now, uh, they're, they're transitioning this to a couple other tools. You might see something called Lighthouse, which is really just a version of Google Page Speed Insights. But just on a side note, for those of you that like to do this kind of testing all the time, you can actually get a Chrome extension that uh, for Lighthouse that will actually, anytime you go to a website, you can measure how fast that website loads. So certainly if you work with, uh, with folks and page speed, page loading is an important uh, factor of the work you're doing for them, that's a great tool to have uh, in your uh, tool belt. But it's also a great way for you to test individual pages. Let's say you design a new page yourself or launch a new page, um, you, you can test that page pretty quickly. So uh, that's, that's the easy one. And then there's another one called GT Metrics. Uh, that is a free tool. And so in both of these tools, Google Page Speed Insights and GT Metrics, you put in your website or, or just a page, any specific page, and it will measure all the various things that Google measures to uh, to see how fast that site loads or where it has issues and things. And you're going to get this long report. And I'm just warning you right now, 
Uh, you might not score very well. They have a one to hundred type of scoring. You know, uh, uh, GT Metrics uses a an A B C D uh, E F kind of scoring for uh, various elements, and so you're going to see a lot of stuff that uh, A maybe looks ominous, maybe looks bad, and B looks confusing, uh, because if unless you are a programmer, unless you work in JavaScript, um, you know some of this may not uh, make a lot of sense to you. But the the real key here is is you've got something now that you could actually go to somebody and say, okay, now what, <laughs> you know, what do I need to fix? And, and there certainly are things, and I think Google does a decent job of this. There certainly are things that are higher priorities than others uh, that need to be fixed. Now, before I get into um, how you might fix some of these, let's talk a little bit about what the culprits are, what causes <laughs> some of these uh, things, what causes sites to load slowly? Well, first and foremost, um, and this goes across the board. It doesn't matter what kind of platform you're using. Uh, it's your hosting. I mean, that can. Now, obviously, there's a lot of hosting that's, that's awesome that, that, uh, that, that people use and have a, a great experience with. And uh, it's built just for, say, WordPress and things. But there's also a lot of 299 hosting. And I'm not going to bash, you know, various names. But if you're paying 299 a month or, you know, I saw one the other day. It's 799 for a year of hosting. You are undoubtedly on a shared server that means everything else they have on there is loading at the same time your site's loading. And many times that's a simple culprit. So particularly if you're using WordPress, uh, which so many people are, it's probably a good idea in this day and age to seek out WordPress-specific hosting. So there are companies like Pressable and WP Engine that offer uh, WordPress only. In fact, I think even a lot of the, the bigger hosts now are, you know, like GoDaddy even now has WordPress-specific hosting. So it's become a pretty uh, easy thing to acquire. Um, and the beauty of most of that hosting is it also comes with a uh, secure certificate. So your site will load in HTTPS uh, pretty much uh, automatically. So, which is another good thing on another topic that you should do from a security standpoint. So hosting is number one. But then uh, again, let's focus on WordPress. If you're using WordPress, probably the biggest culprit for speed is uh, plugins. So plugins are great because they extend the functionality. They make things easy to do. You can get all kinds of fun, interesting, dynamic you know, things going on on your website, but they all come with a cost. Every single one of them is loading something, is activating something, is doing something that, that makes it harder for your pages to load. So one of the first things that, that a lot, if you hired somebody, one of the first things they would do is go through and try to figure out, okay, can we replace some of these? Uh, do we need some of these? Can we replace? Can we consolidate? You know, there are cer certainly plugins out there. Uh, Yoast, uh, the SEO plugin is a great example that, that do lots and lots of things that, um, you know, as, as a whole, you know, that maybe individual plugins do like redirects and things like that. So you can many times get rid of a lot of plugins. And then, of course, there's the, you know, third designer ago <laughs> that added a whole bunch of plugins because it allowed them to do certain things when they were migrating a site or something. So a lot of times uh, when I go look at a website, there are, are half a dozen or a dozen plugins. They're just unnecessary. So that's a great place to start. And then old themes. I mean, if you if you bought, you know, a, a $2 theme, <laughs> a WordPress theme somewhere, uh, there's a good chance there's a lot of, of garbage in that theme. And so, you know, sticking with kind of name brand theme providers and then making sure those themes are updated um, is another biggie. Probably the one that 
slows sites down the most uh, after plugins is, is images. So it's really easy once you start doing your own blogging and you've got somebody on your team that's creating pages and things on your WordPress site and they took a photo at an event and that photo on the uh, the iPhone happens to be about five megabytes you know, in size, but they upload it. And, and the problem is, of course, WordPress goes, oh, okay, you don't need this that big, but so we're going to shrink it, but we're still going to load that entire image size. So that, that I see more often than not really slowing sites down because it, you, you get a couple hundred of these giant photos up there and all of a sudden it takes a lot of bandwidth to load those and you don't need uh, that, that file size uh, for it to show up uh, nicely online and in, you know, especially on phones uh, today. But um, so, so optimizing images and making sure that you're automatically doing that's another big deal. So that's some of the major culprits. Now let's talk about fixes. Frankly, duct tape marketing has been around. My website's been around since 2002. There's so much, there are so many skeletons in closets that I don't even know where the closets are uh, anymore. And so, you know, we routinely have to go through and hunt down issues and, and conflicts and things that, that we've, you know, we've, I've been as guilty as anyone of, of, you know, plugins and themes and images, you know, causing uh, issues. So recently I went through and did a fairly comprehensive research on on ways to speed my site up. My site in Google uh, Page uh, Page Speed Insights was was you know they use a one through hundred, um, and on the mobile device in particular, I was down in like in the teens, um, and then on a, a, a desktop uh, because they'll give you a score on 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 both. On desktop, I was you know in the I think low 50s, maybe upper 40s. And, and so, you know, those are bad <laughs> scores. Um, and so I went on a, kind of a comprehensive research to figure out based on my site, which is a WordPress site um, that, that has a lot of pages, um, admittedly, but, uh, you know, what, what would be some ways that I could uh, speed that up? So, you know, I've had a lot, I have a lot of designers. I have a lot of team members that uh, have, uh, have loaded pages and created blog posts and, and, given us images to use with, you know, podcasts and things. And so, you know, our images were ended up being an issue. So um, I used a, a tool called WP Smush, S-M-U-S-H. Now that is a paid plugin and there are some free ones out there, but it, essentially what that is, uh, plugin is doing is um, reducing the size of my all of my images and it does it in, in an optimized way so there's no loss in how it shows up what it looks like uh, but it uh, it re dramatically reduces the overall size and so quickly you know loading the loading the pages there are some free ones out there like uh, uh, short pixel uh, image optimization uh, imageify if I'm saying that right, <laughs> are plugins that that are free uh, that, that'll do some of this and, and most of those plugins come with a pro version so the free one does it either slower or doesn't do as much but um you know we we invested in wp smush and and you know it, as i said it's a paid version but i think it's uh, probably worth it because it now automatically sits in the background and anytime somebody uploads an image it automatically optimizes it now the second thing we did is another paid plugin plugin called wp rocket and wp rocket does a bunch of stuff and i will give you a little warning that if you go and get wp rocket don't just install it and click yes to every <laughs> everything it can do because it can break things uh, as well so you might want to get some help on on settings at the very least just do some research on you know what are the best settings for wp rocket 
Now, some of uh, the functionality of this WP Rocket uh, plugin depends a little on your host. Some hosts today, particularly some of the WordPress-only hosts like uh, um, WP Engine, uh, actually don't allow, because the primary thing that WP Rocket does is it takes over what's called caching, which is just a fancy word. I don't even know if it's a fancy word. It's a word that, uh, that means that if somebody's visited your website, they've you know, they've loaded already the images, they've seen the images, um, and things like that. And so they don't need to do that again, it cache automatically caches it. And so uh, if you know, if you're not making a whole bunch of changes on your website and things, you know, you, you that's a good thing to have, it speeds up loading. But some hosts actually take over that functionality, whether they do it well or not is another question, but uh, they, they don't allow for, for some plugins. So you might check, depending upon who your host is, now, now, some of the more traditional hosts that use, say, cPanel, uh, you, can up, you can upload this and you probably should upload this because there, no, there is no caching. But uh, WP Rocket does a bunch of other things. It works on, uh, on preloading things. It, it uh, works on delay loading things. It minifies and combines like, you know, over the years you've got eight CSS files, for example, and it will combine all of your style sheets together. And, um, you know, some of Google's, ironically, some of Google's things like YouTube uh, and, and Google Analytics uh, actually slow your loading down. So it, it actually takes care of some of those issues as well. But as I said, it, it can also, if you get too aggressive with it, it can also uh, break some functionality, you know, on your site. And, and every site's different. And that's, of course, part uh, one of the issues. Now, but I hardly recommend it. That one's a paid one. And, and that one probably had the most impact in terms of speeding up uh, my site. Uh, but it did take a little back and forth to make sure that particularly some of the JavaScript um, was uh, being excluded. So it wasn't taking care of those because I, I needed some functionality. The images and things wouldn't load unless I had that functionality. So uh, that's one that, that's worth uh, exploring, but uh, be careful with it. And then the, the third piece is, is uh, what's called a CDN uh, or content delivery network. You know, the, over the years, I've gone back and forth using a tool called Cloudflare, which actually has a free version. Um, and essentially what, what a content delivery network does is, if you think about it, is uh, there are ways in which people access the internet all over the world. And so what Cloudflare does, sort of, this is not the technical description, is delivers all of your content out to those places, um, waiting for somebody, say, in the Netherlands or in Australia or in Hawaii to, uh, to access your site, and then it will deliver from a, a, a closer network node. Um, that's a very non-technical description, but essentially that's how it speeds it up. But it also adds a bunch of security things. So some of these malware and, and denial of service attacks and things that you maybe read about, um, Cloudflare kind of takes care of some of that um, on the you know front end. Essentially, it's rerouting all of your, your DNS and your all of your content through their servers and taking care of some of that uh, delivery. So that's another one that's become a fairly standard practice. Even if you don't have tons of traffic, uh, this uh, this adds a layer of security. There is a free version to Cloudflare. There is a paid version. This adds a level of security as well as a, another thing to speed up and, and distribute your uh, your content. So those are the three things we did. WP Smush, which is a plug-in uh, image optimization. WP Rocket, which is a caching plugin that does a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and then rerouted our DNS and all of our pages through uh, Cloudflare uh, CDN and uh, went from 
high 40s on uh, desktop to 96, uh, which is, you know, all green lights blinking. <laughs> and on the mobile went from, you know, the teens to the uh, low 70s, which again, um, for mobile, uh, I'll take that. Um, that uh, mobile is much, much harder. I mean, unless you strip your pages down to just about nothing, you're never going to get close to 90 or 100 uh, on mobile. So uh, um, I'll live with those. So dramatic increase. Just thought I would share uh, kind of uh, our experience. And, and again, this is one of those that uh, I didn't go into the technical details of how and why and whatnot, but it's more just to to get you uh, uh, kind of the leverage to, to know that you should be doing this and to, to maybe give you a few notes on what some of the questions you should be asking if you are going to hire somebody to speed up your website. Go 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 check it out first. Go to Google PageSpeed Insights GT Metrics and, and find out if you've got an issue and how big of an issue uh, before you really get too excited about how to fix it. That's it today. We love those reviews. Uh, love it if you'd uh, tell us if you're enjoying the show. Uh, write to me anytime, john at ducttapemarketing.com. I answer all of those emails and uh, hope to see you someday soon out there on the road.